And now it's time for our reading in the New Testament. And our narrative today comes from the book of John, chapter 1. As we begin reading the book of John today, we'll start at verse 1, go through verse 28. Here's a brief overview and commentary of what we'll be reading about today. What Jesus taught and what he did are tied inseparably to who he is. John shows Jesus as fully human and fully God. Although Jesus took upon himself full humanity and lived as a man, but he never ceased to be the eternal God who has always existed, the creator and sustainer of all things, and the source of eternal life. This is the truth about Jesus and the foundation of all truth. If we cannot or do not believe this basic truth, we will not have enough faith to trust our eternal destiny to Him. And that's why John wrote this gospel, to build faith and confidence in Jesus Christ, so that we may believe that He truly was and is the Son of God. Now John wrote to believers everywhere, both Jews and non-Jews, that would be us Gentiles. As one of Jesus' twelve disciples, John writes with credibility and the details of an eyewitness. His book is not a biography, you know, like the book of Luke. It is a thematic presentation of Jesus' life. Many in John's original audience had a Greek background. Greek culture encouraged worship of many mythological gods, whose supernatural characteristics were as important to Greeks as genealogies were to Jews. John shows that Jesus is not only different from, but superior to these gods of mythology. All who welcome Jesus Christ as Lord of their lives are reborn spiritually, receiving new life from God. Through faith in Christ, this new birth changes us from the inside out, rearranging our attitudes, desires, and motives. Being born makes you physically alive and places you in your parents' family. Being born of God makes you spiritually alive and puts you in God's family. Have you asked Christ to make you a new person? Well, this fresh start in life is available to all who believe in Christ. And now let's begin our reading in the book of John here today in the New Testament. April 30th, the New Testament. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 28. In the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light, so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the Word became human and made His home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen His glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. John testified about Him when He shouted to the crowds, 
This is the one I was talking about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. From his abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another, for the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one who is himself God is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. This was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders sent priests and temple assistants from Jerusalem to ask John, Who are you? He came right out and said, I am not the Messiah. Well, then who are you? they asked. Are you Elijah? No, he replied. Are you the prophet we are expecting? No. Then who are you? We need an answer for those who sent us. What do you have to say about yourself? John replied in the words of the prophet Isaiah, I am a voice shouting in the wilderness, Clear the way for the Lord's coming. Then the Pharisees, who had been sent, asked him, If you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet, what right do you have to baptize? John told them, I baptize with water, but right here in the crowd is someone you do not recognize. Though his ministry follows mine, I'm not even worthy to be a slave and untie the straps of his sandal. This encounter took place in Bethany, an area east of the Jordan River where John was baptizing. Psalm 101, verses 1 through 8. Here's a brief overview of what we'll be narrating today in Psalms. Now, David may have written this psalm early in his reign as king, as he set down the standards he wanted to follow. David knew that to lead a blameless life, he would need God's help. We can lead blameless lives if we avoid, number one, looking at wickedness. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar, he writes here. Number two, evil thoughts or perverse ideas. Number three, slander. Number four, pride. While avoiding these wrongs, we must also let God's word show us the standards by which to live. David said that he would search for faithful people to be his companions. He would choose as models and as friends those who were godly and truthful. Our friends and associates can have a profound influence on us. Make sure to choose as your closest companions those who are faithful to God and His Word. Psalm 101, verses 1 through 8, a Psalm of David. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I will be careful to live a blameless life. When will you come to help me? I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. My daily task will be to ferret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord from their grip. Proverbs chapter 14, verses 13 and 14. Laughter can conceal a heavy heart, but when the laughter ends, the grief remains. 
backsliders get what they deserve. Good people receive their reward.